0: What is going on everybody welcome back to the PlayStation Drive quick note for today's episode Court and I are traveling so what you're seeing is a pre-recorded episode the thing about it OBS didn't really run the way that it was supposed to and we lost a couple minutes off of the beginning of the episode Um, on this episode Court and I are talking all about the top 10 PlayStation 5 games that we think are the best. We start off the list talking about Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Court talked about how much he loves the game, how exciting he thinks he is, how beautiful it is, how it's one of the best games of the last generation. That is what you missed at the top of this episode. Of course, we cleaned the garage, so make sure over here on youtube.com slash carpoolgaming, you like, subscribe, and share. Head to your podcast service of choice. Make sure you are subscribed and following there. Leave us a review. It helps us very much. And if you have a couple bucks to toss our way, head to Carpool head to patreon.com slash carpool gaming toss a couple bucks in the tip jar outcomes a cornucopia of content apologies for a bit of the strange start to the episode but here we go we're going to take it from me responding to court talking about why ghost of tsushima director's cut is awesome why icky island is a fantastic expansion and here we go again apologies we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a lot more live episodes here we are onto the playstation drive kind of do I want to go back to this right now is the expansion going to be enough to kind of drag me back in and you know what it 100 percent was icky island is mm-hmm. beautiful like you said it took me a little bit to get back into the swing of combat like it took me a couple encounters to be like all right here are the different stances this is the way that it works but similarly like with with um the frozen wilds when I hit the ending I was like okay you know I'm good that I like you said I was kind of pushing myself to finish it with icky island it ended and I was like where's the re- there's more there's more, right? And not to speak, I don't think that means that the expansion was short. I think it was actually like the perfect length. But mm-hmm. for me, I just still wanted more because of how much I enjoy that game with Ghost of Tsushima being such a fantastic game. For Iki Island to come in and feel like perfectly matched alongside the quality of the main game. It was just so good, dude.
1: 100%. I'll go as far as saying it was the best game on the PS4. like, And not by a little bit. I think it. I think
0: it's up there for sure. It's that good. It's just so. It's just so so good. Um, number one on my list. Well, not number one, but the first game coming from my list. Uh, I have to give it to Spider Man Miles Morales. Shocking, absolutely everyone. Given the shirt that I'm wearing, um, I. It was the first game I played on my PS5. I absolutely adored Marvel Spider Man and the remastered. I obviously I got the one that came with the remastered one. Um, the the Miles Morales edition, but this game just is fantastic. It gave Miles, like, completely new life. Like, he's been huge in the comics for a little while, and I think this was his first real, outside of Enter the Spider-Verse, but to get him out there, to, to let people play as him, and to just completely kick so much butt, the game had, just has so much heart. It's so much fun. It's a perfect Christmas game to swing through that city, especially with, you know, with the lights everywhere. It's just beautiful. It runs incredible. It looks incredible. It's a ton of fun, and again, I'm just so excited for what Insomniac is going to do with Spider-Man 2. I really do hope that we get both characters to be able to play and control through different parts of the game, because as coming off of Miles and having his abilities, which are quite different to Peter's, I don't want them to just be like, okay, we're going to put Miles in his own little side game again after Spider-Man 2. Make them both in there because Miles is such a good character. He's so much fun to play as. It looks beautiful. I don't think this list could be complete without having Miles Morales on there.
1: I 100% agree. It's it's become the Christmas game in my house. Mm. Um, for me, a Christmas game is the division, just because the division it takes place all at Christmas, and you know, yeah, it, it just I don't know what it is about that game just makes me think of Christmas, and it's kind of terrible when you think about the premise of the game. But Miles Morales, that game, that was the first game I ever played with my daughter that she got into. Um, she does all the swinging for us. She goes to all the waypoints, and then I do all the combat. So. It's a game that we both love. If I have it up on the screen, she even hears the music. The, 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 mm-hmm. she she gets all hyped just in wanting to play the game. She sees it. She's always just like, "That's a game she wants to play." So I can't agree with you more. So I guess so far our list has just been the same, mm-hmm. but I know we're gonna change once we get into the RPGs and stuff. It yeah, isn't.
0: yeah, we are. But yeah, no, I, I think I think to kick off the list with Ghost of Sushi I'm gonna Spider Man
1: Remastered right now because I never finished the DLC.
0: There you go, dude. And the DLC is good it ranges from all right to pretty good i enjoyed my it time with it gets too hard i thought but yeah. Yeah, all,
1: all right court what's your next game my next game on the ps5 um is ratcheting clank yes i i had to like think there for a second i'm like hold on a second i i, <laughs> I know everybody's gonna want me to say MLB the show and honestly i'm not gonna say it because <sighs> that's just a game well actually you know what i will i put out I'll, I'll talk about Ratchet and Clank first. Okay. Who are we kidding? <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank was the first game that I remember when we all saw the announcement of the PS5, and it was one of the games where we saw when he started going through the portals and such, and mm-hmm. everybody was just in awe. Yep. Um, You can't get over it. And then when you play it, it's like you're playing a cartoon. We always used to say back in the day, I think it was the PS3 generation, we were like, I just want a game that looks like I'm playing in a Pixar game, like a Pixar movie. And this is the first game where I went through and I could be playing it, and someone walk in the room and they think I'm just watching a cartoon. Mm -hmm. Like it just looks beautiful. It runs beautiful. The story was very good. Um, It wasn't like it was just like patchwork put together. I love the different varieties of weapons we got to use throughout the game. I love the little jokes throughout the game and it wasn't too long. And the one thing I will say about this is someone that likes getting trophies and such, PlayStation is doing such a good job this generation at allowing us to get Platinums and making them obtainable. Now, even The Last of Us, the Platinum wasn't hard to get.
0: Yeah. I have to agree with you. Ratchet & Clank, it's so funny that you mentioned the first time we see it, you know, them going through the portals. It was that moment. It was like, holy crap, is that what next-gen is going to be? Is that the power of the SSD and the PS5? Because again, just seeing how quickly they go through entirely different areas, how quickly they jump through and how awesome it looks. Ratchet & Clank, I think, Rift Apart brought ratchet and clank back into the playstation forefront which i feel like it's been absent from for the last little while you know what i mean we haven't had like a Mm. very celebrated ratchet and clank game in quite a while there have been games that have come out that people have enjoyed but in terms of a wide celebration of ratchet and clank it's been a minute and rift apart just came in like you mentioned looking like a pixar movie kicked the door in and said you know what no ratchet and clank still one of the best playstation mascots still one of the best reasons to own and play a PlayStation." Rift Apart was a ton of fun. Rivet is a fantastic character. The they really did take what you know a series that started twenty years ago and br- like breathe new life into it on the PS Five, and I I don't think it would have been the same anywhere else. So I'm with you. Ratchet and Clank does hundred percent is on this list. All right, my next game, I'm going to go with Returnal. I absolutely love Returnal, and I know it's a it's a game that has you know, some, some haters and some not, but I think this is again, similarly, one of the first times, even as janky as it was when it came out, cause that's when I played it. Um, it's a ton of fun. I'm not into bullet hells. I'm not, a, I'm not the type of person who likes to be, you know, beaten into the dirt when I'm playing a game, but there was something about Returnal that just clicked. And then as I got into it, and as it continued to just completely sink its teeth into me, I was obsessed. Like I remember playing it, Like it was like the week before we were leaving Korea and we were in Senna's mom's apartment at the time. And like Senna and had a bunch of our friends over there out there. And I'm sitting in like the side room by myself being like, I can't even put this into rest mode because I might lose my entire safe progress, which has now been fixed. Um, But they actually have safe states now. But like it was just it had its teeth into me. I think this game is just a ton of fun. It's hard as nails. But if it clicks with you, I feel like it's going to be a game that's going to stay with you and just sit in the back of your memory. When you think of the PS5, I think this game's a lot of fun. I think it's really good. Not for everyone. I will add that caveat on it, but I do think it's a game that should be celebrated on the PlayStation 5. I never played it. Fair? So I have no opinion. It was one of those ones that just I didn't have time. And again, it's one of those ones that like you have to invest a lot of time in and it is
1: incredibly hard. So it's like it, a- it doesn't look like a game for me, so I was just like am I I it yeah. I've heard great things about it. It looks beautiful.
0: Mhm.
1: I just it wasn't for me there it's from the same people who made it, resogun right yep that's one of my favorite games on the ps3 yep like, i love that game it's really good but yeah PS4, sorry ps4 oh my god i said ps3 <laughs> yeah it goes from housemark that's that's
0: the development studio blanked on me um uh, but yeah I, I love that game i think it should be on this list and i think it's awesome
1: court what's your next game yes my next game on this list is going to be The to be the show because well, i already said it so might as well say it um <laughs> I, I can't not have it on this list because I put so much time and effort. I put so much into this game that I caused an issue in my arm that I haven't been playing video games because of it. <laughs> like, it's because I'm only doing one thing. is just pressing one button, and that has hurt my arm from playing that game. Every other game, you guys, we don't realize that we're, we're always moving all our extremities, so it's just no big deal. Mm-hmm. But for MLB The Show, technically, I'm just pressing a button. Very rarely am I doing anything else besides just pressing a button or moving the left stick because you got it for batting. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not doing much. So it was like, okay. and But I have put so much time into this game that I... And it's no money spent. And that was the thing. I was, I was talking about this on, on Minus' the show. It's, you can play this game and still get everything that someone who puts all the money into the game gets. You just mm-hmm. got to grind it out. But you can get it all. Everything is easily attainable. They doesn't matter what mode you're playing in. You're always earning experience pods. They reward sports fans by playing this game. And Sony San Diego did a phenomenal job. But I was also able to play it on my Switch. I was also able it play it on my Xbox. It didn't matter where I was. I was always able to play this game. And I, I just, I enjoyed it. And this year, as I've told you before, it's about having fun. And I had so much fun with this game. Do I miss it? It's not on my home screen. I look right now. It, it, I deleted the game because I knew if I kept it there, I would play it.
0: Yeah. I, and I get it, dude. Like, hearing your journey with MLB The Show over the last string of months has been awesome. And again, it's not a game for me. I downloaded it and just never ended up actually opening it. I'm not a big baseball person. But I appreciate the fact that, you know... They crank out these titles on a yearly basis to such high quality that by the sounds of it, the grind is manageable and doesn't beat you over the head with pay by these points or by these coins to be able to actually enjoy the game properly. I'm glad they made it accessible. I'm glad they've made it so that the cross save across all of the platforms is also absolutely wild. The fact that that exists, works well, and hasn't been a massive you know, pain to use. Works perfect. And that's what I mean. So, like, even though this isn't a game for me, I think it's a game that 100% deserves to be here. Because, again, they just smash it every year. Every single year they make this game worth buying.
1: And it's the best looking sports sim game there is. Like, I play NHL. I've tried Madden. I've tried the ball. Mm -hmm. MLB the show, when you see the players at bat. Like, I've had multiple times where my parents or my father-in-law or somebody's walked in the room while I'm playing the game and included my wife. And they think I'm watching a baseball game.
0: (laughs) It looks that good. 100%
1: completely agreed.
0: Um, my next game on the list, I'm going to have to go with Deathloop. Um, I was excited for Deathloop and then we got beat over the head with the market, with the death, with the marketing uh, cycle for Deathloop. Then I wasn't excited for Deathloop. Then Deathloop finally came out and I got obsessed. It's, it's a game that again was marketed way too much, but it's a really, really fun game. And again, I'm not usually very in to that style of gameplay, let alone like that the developers that I'm completely blanking on. Obsidian? No. Deathloop is developed by Arcane. okay yes, Arcane made Dishonored. Yeah. yeah. I liked Dishonored One quite a bit, and then I kind of fell off of the rest of the series. But Deathloop is a ton of fun. The back and forth between the two main protagonists is awesome. The dialogue is profane and ridiculous, but a ton of fun figuring out how to kind of get through the loop properly is so addicting and then just again planning out your route, planning out where you want to go, how you want to do it is a blast. There's a ton of there's a ton of replayability in this game because again there are different ways that you can, you know, take people out and there's a bunch of trophies for taking them out in really funny ways. The PVP is again, I haven't been this like engrossed in a PVP mode in a single player game like this since probably like Assassin's Creed like way back in the day with like Brotherhood because I, I spent way too much time in the PvP in that one along with The Last of Us. I spent a ton of time invading other people's games, fighting off people who were invading in mine. There were so many moments that just like, oh no, I'm doing so well on this run. And I got invaded. And I'm like, how am I going to live through this experience? And it was just ridiculous. There was, I had a massive gunfight on a rooftop when I was at the very end of the game. The person accidentally warped right off the rooftop and killed themselves. And I was thinking that I was like, no way. No way! Let's go! I'm out of here! And then I ended up that ended up being the run that I beat the game on. It's just ridiculous! It's so much fun! And now that it's on PlayStation Plus, and now that it's available elsewhere, I think this is a game that even if people are you know a little bit curious about, check it out because I think it deserves a lot of love and I think it's a lot of fun.
1: So this is a game where I tried it when it first released on the PS Five. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get into it, mm-hmm. and then it uh, dropped on Game Pass, and I re-downloaded it again and just it just wasn't for me I, I i tried it i think it looks beautiful i love the dishonored series i love what arcane's done i can respect every everybody loving this game mm-hmm. i just right now it's just not a game for me right now i'm just like i ah, i'm not here for it i don't have time to just go through a run <laughs> i don't have time for a run i don't have i have time for half an hour here half an hour there yep and then being able to jump back into a game
0: and that's totally fine and i i appreciate that this game really isn't for everyone but you never know it might grab you check it out court
1: what's your next game yes my next game is astro's playroom nice um by far the one game that i have not taken off my console and i played all the time anytime someone comes over and they're like oh you got playstation 5 i'm like yes you have to play this game yep. it's the first game i get everybody to play it reminds me a lot when nintendo used to release consoles and they used to have the the mario come with it mm-hmm. because it was like hey do you want to know what this console can do here play this game plus it's fun and Astro's Playroom is just so much fun. It's, it, to this day, it's a game my daughter just loves playing. And she's actually learned how to play video games because of this game. And that's what I mean. I completely agree. So,
0: like, this game is a joy. For, for a PS5 pack and title, for a game that you just Seriously. get for free for buying the console it's a the, tech demo 100 but the fact that it's so quality running around and seeing like the cameos of all the different playstation games as you as you work your way through it the music is incredible the dual sense of implementation is incredible even my partner senna who's not the biggest gamer got heavily invested into astro's playroom it's one of those games that i think just clicks with a lot of people for various reasons but it's just when you boil it down to its simplest like, ingredients it is so much fun and, exactly and like we've talked about this and you put this in my mind but now ever since we've talked about it i want a playstation kingdom hearts that is just astro boy astrobot going through different playstation worlds i it's, want it so badly I,
1: we need to start a kickstarter like how good would that be that they do an open world astro and he needs the help from each character from each playstation exclusive mm-hmm. so like he can come in, and he's got to get help. Like Spider-Man, you you name it. Who do you want in this game? Put him in the game. Yep. I I I would
0: want Spider-Man. I want God of War. I want Ghost of Tsushima. I want I want them to cross through Uncharted. All of, you want
1: it all? Uncharted. And they look like little Astrobot characters, which is fine, like mm-hmm. they did in the game. Yep. But you get their levels, so the whole level is their game. Yep. And you've got to go through and help that character get back to their game each I, time.
0: I just I want it so bad because I think it would be so awesome and a great way to build on. The foundation that they did with the playroom, Unreal. I think the game would be way too much fun. I want it real, real bad court. Real yeah. bad. It's so good. So good. Um, my next game is going to be because we're currently at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we've got three games left on this list. My next game is going to be Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. Um, I love this game, and Integrade is such a great. Add on Yuffie's uh, section of the story is so much fun to play through. She's a great character. I think that this game really does take a lot of what JRPGs do, make them accessible, make it a ton of fun. The fact that it took a piece of the original and blew it out into its entire own game, and then started to change things. I know a lot of people. I know people are split on the stories changes that they made and the things that they added. I'm all in. I don't want a direct retelling of the original game. If they're going to mess with it, if they're going to change parts of it to make it something different and to make it its own thing, I'm 100% in. I think it looks beautiful and runs incredible on the PS5. And like I mentioned, Integrate is a next-gen only thing. So if you want to play the the Yuffie side of things, which I think, again, is fantastic, I think this game belongs on this list. I think it's one of the best JRPGs out there right now, let alone on the PS5. I have not played it. You played Final Fantasy
1: VII Remake, didn't you? I played. Fine. I haven't played the retro, the, the the newest DLC. This is the one you're talking about, right? Or Are you talking about I'm t- all? I'm talking about the.
0: I'm talking about the whole thing. The whole package. Be-
1: yeah, so yeah. I did. I did jump in. I thought it looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think, as I said to you, I think my love for that game is still on the PS1 and how it looked and how I played it, mm-hmm. and not the way it looks now. And I don't know why that is. Fair. I couldn't get back into it. I tried it for what two and a half hours, and then I'm like. I'm out. I, I just was like, no, no. I got I got past the first boss fight, and you were like, you were so proud of me. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I at least I beat the first boss. Like, yep. I was like, all right. I got that far, but I never wanted to go back. And I think that had a lot to do with MLB The Show. Uh-huh. And that's why I think I need to get back into other games that are not that game. <laughs> it's okay.
0: MLB The Show is entirely all-encompassing. Court, what is your final game on the list?
1: And I'm realizing that I'm going to lead off one, and it's crazy, but I can't... I have an honorable mention, yep. but my final game is The Last of Us um, because it's my favorite game of all time. Um, I had so much emotions playing the new version on the PS5. Um, I haven't cried that many times playing a video game. It brought out so much in me. It it was almost part and parcel to me not wanting to play the show again because after I played it, I'm like, oh, I can't go back. But then my arm started hurting because I got back <laughs> into, the, into the grind. Yep. But... Honorable mention: Horizon, Forbidden West, because I, I truly did enjoy my time with it, but I do think the games I mentioned were were better. Yep. Um. Just it is what it is. I'm 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 realizing two games on my list here are remasters, but that's fine. That's okay. Technically, Iki Island was you know it's a PS5. Sure. A DLC part of those, but Last of Us is quintessentially one of the best games ever made, mm-hmm. and this version of the game, the way they changed, and you could see raw motion in the character animations, face just brought it to a whole new level and I, I recommend everybody play this game and i i truly feel people were talking about oh they're not going to get the whole witcher treatment i i truly think that when this show airs on hbo people will be playing the last of us yep just because of the show
0: i 100 agree with you i do think that I, again, I was skeptical skeptical about this game leading up to it. And as soon as I got back into it, I was like, oh my God, this looks incredible. It completely sunk and in seethed into me all over again, which just speaks to the quality of the game, regardless of where you're playing it. I think it looks beautiful. Naughty Dog really put in the work to make this a really special version of the game that I do think stands on its own two feet. I think this game 100% belongs to this list. It was, it was on my short list as well. So I'm glad that you brought it up because, again, it's one of the
1: best games ever made. And they just took that and made it even better. Which is very rare when they do a remaster. Like, even Bioshock is one of my favorite games of all time. The remastered for it, I was like, meh. I didn't think they did much for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly think that was a game that did need to be remastered then and should have been done now. So it's, it's every now and then when you do a remastered, you're like, meh. And then this one was the first one I walk away. I'm like, huh, even Spider-Man remastered on the PS5. I didn't mention it because I thought it was it was good on the PS4. I didn't see much difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got your frame rates, but the difference wasn't really there. But when you play The Last of Us, I'm like, no, it's it's different. It's completely different. Um, man. Okay. So yeah, we, we mentioned
0: we'll do some honorable mentions. But for my last spot on this list, this list is hard, dude. There's there's so I many know. quality titles I, like in I here. Said,
1: I took off a game. I'm looking at the games I played. Yeah. On, the, on the PS5 so far, and that's how I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go off what I've actually played because like I have another honorable mention to mention, but you gotta you gotta give your number one stunner. Yep. Um, it's going to be Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, yeah, that, I, makes sense. Yeah. that sounds like you.
0: Yeah, I just, I absolutely love this game. Played it on the PS5. It runs beautifully. The next gen, um, stuff that they put in, again, just makes it look even better. It makes it look even cooler. This is one of my favorite JRPGs of all time. It totally stands at the fact that it's, you know, RGG Studios first crack at an RPG like this and they completely destroyed it. They made it so they took Like a Dragon. They took Yakuza, reinvented it. And the fact that it started as an April Fool's joke, because they released their trailer initially on April Fool's, being like, ha-ha, Yakuza's turn-based now, and then they actually revealed it a few months later as an actual game. Just brilliant. The tongue-in-cheek way that the studio handles these games, the quality that it pumps them out at is just... This game is incredible, and I think everyone deserves and at least a chance to play it. It's on PlayStation Plus now because you never know. It takes a lot of characters that are generally you never see as the main protagonists in anything, let alone a JRPG. They took a bunch of middle-aged people threw them in there. They took a bunch of people from the fringes of society and makes them important and makes and shows you their stories. It's incredible. It's so much fun. And I just you know what other game uh, is going to let you make like uh, basically like a Pokedex of just enemies because there's a guy there's a professor in a white lab coat that just wants information on people from the streets uh it's just ridiculous it's fun it's it's it has an incredible story for long time yakuza fans it's a great entry it's a great point to see a lot of things happening for brand new people to the franchise you don't need to know anything else that's this is a perfect way to jump in i love this game and i think it deserves to be on this list fair i know you love the game i know we have to talk honorable matches dude because I feel like there is there is a lot that we've
1: left hey, off Hey, at here. least I played it. I, I know. At least I've tried
0: all these aquasue
1: games. I've tried them all. You do.
0: Uh, you did. And
1: I, I appreciate that. I understand so, it's not for you. But I for get the it. listeners, mm-hmm. when I get told by Matt that I need to play a game for 4 hours to like it, I'm just out. Yeah. And that's fine. I don't it's have fine. 4 it's hours. Fine. I know you have 30 minutes to hop in and then hop back out and 30
0: yeah. minutes later. I get it. I'm
1: trying to, I'm trying to review two games right now and I'm just, I'm having a very <laughs> hard time with it. That's life. All right, dude, uh, you mentioned horizon forbidden West. I think this is a very yeah.
0: obvious, big honorable mention. Uh, I like the game a lot, but I think the more time I've spent away from it, the more I've forgotten about it. And the more problems that I've seen with it, I think it's, it's a great game. Is it a top 10 for me? No, no. but I, I do think it deserves out honorable mention venture. Cause I do think it is beautiful i do think it does a lot of cool things but ultimately eh,
1: it's okay it's all right it, uh, the vegas part is so cool the vegas part Let's is really cool it's so cool it's the, really, the really way cool. That the level design there is just unbelievable and i it brought it it made the game so much better uh do you have any other f- f- honorable i mentions do i, I have two out? okay um just based on um and once again another remastered but it's jedi fallen order nice um it is unbelievably so much better on the PS5 because of the frame rates, just because the combat, mm-hmm. um, the game looks, it's not in checkerboards now it's in true 4k, but the, 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 the 120 frames for that game just make the game so much, especially if you're using a lightsaber. So that game is a game that I went back and played the whole thing all over again, just because I was like, wow, this is so much because the combat's tough. In that game. Yeah, it is. And that's a game where it has hard combat and I still play it Mm -hmm. because I'm a huge Star Wars fan and I got used to the parry and I could figure it out. But um, it is so much easier when the frames are more. So Mm -hmm. that game and then another one I have to say, but I do have my faults with it is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I have to say it just because I think anytime a new console comes out, there's a new Assassin's Creed game that comes with it and it always gets associated with it. And it, it is what it is. Black Flag for the PS4, and then you have Valhalla for the PS5. It's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Valhalla was great. I just thought it was too long, but it runs beautifully. It looks beautifully, and it and it's it's a bang for your buck. Like I'll say this: if you have to spend ninety dollars on a video game, just get Assassin's Creed Valhalla because you're gonna get your money's worth. Cool. No, I agree. I think it's a ton of fun. I think it looks great on the PS5, and I
0: think I I really enjoyed the time that I spent with it. I never finished it, but I do think it's a it's a it's a fun game. I enjoy it. Um, I have some. Honorable mentions that I'm going to toss out Stray, I think is a great honorable mention. I think this game is super cute. I think it grabbed me and it's just it's just a fun romp if you want to if you want to be a little cat in a kind of cyberpunk neon future city. Uh, this game's a lot of a lot of fun. Tales of Arise is fantastic. Runs beautifully on PS5. Super super good. Sifu, again, hard as nails, but there's just something about the ebb and flow of that game that just, you know, is so good. DualSense stuff is just awesome on PS5. Um I think we have to mention Elden Ring um again i think a lot of people will be like what about elden ring again fantastic game didn't i never finished it not never really it. not really my cup of tea as a whole but again respect the game for what it is and i think the big one that we missed dude sack boy i think a game this is no this, we didn't didn't that wasn't big that i missed it i i think it, i think it deserves an honorable mention though because i think I it's super sure. cute it's a lot of fun. The music in the game is fantastic. The level design is great. It's a great family game. It's a great game to play with people.
1: It is. It's a good family game for the first couple levels. Yeah, and then it's no. It's no bueno. It'll beat the Living Daylights out of your kid. I, as I said, I am more a love Little Big Planet and what it is. Mm-hmm. I love Sackboy for what it is. For the phenomenal, probably the one best soundtrack in any video game that I have played this generation so far. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. Um, they did such a good job on. Not making it a rhythm game, but almost making it a rhythm game because some of the levels, especially the one with um uh whose song is it? I can't remember. You literally have to jump to the beat. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not gonna make the platform. Yep. So you do have to use it almost was that makes toxic? it a rhythm game on certain levels. I thought it was um what's his name? Uh Bruno Mars level. Oh
0: yes, Uptown
1: Funk yes. was it. Yeah, yes, Uptown Funk. So when you play that level, if you don't jump to the beat. You're not making it, and I've I've gone back and been like, no, it's definitely to the beat. Like mm-hmm. you have to hit the beat to actually pull this off. So well done.
0: Yep. Yeah. I think the game's a lot of fun, and I think it's a it's a great um it's a great thing. But yeah, it, it does get tough. I will say, I will agree with you. It does get tough. And you but, know my new rule about tough games. Yep, I'm outy. You're outy. That that is our list. So just to recap, we have Ghost of Tsushima, Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, MLB the Show, Death Loop, Astro Astro's Playroom, um. I can't read what I wrote here. The last of us part 1, Yakuza like a Dragon, which one am I missing? Oh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, incredible. I could not read my own writing. Those are our top 10 the best games that you can play on PS5 with some honorable mentions. But court, before we end this episode, I want to introduce a new game. Because we don't Ooh. have we don't have questions. We don't have stuff we don't have we don't have stuff to pull from from the audience, but I am going to test you. Okay? We're going <laughs> to play we we used to play a game called Lover or Fighter back on Burnout, which we've retired but I've kind of taken the spirit of that game and brought it back, and we're gonna play a game called JRPG or WWE. Okay. Ooh. I know nothing about WWE whatsoever. Yeah. Same. Perfect. So what I'm going to do is we're gonna we're gonna do five rounds. Okay. I'm gonna give you a name, and the name okay. is either going to be a JRPG character or a WWE wrestler. Okay. Okay. And you're gonna tell me which one you think it is, and then we'll okay. recap at the end. So there. JRPG or WWE. The first, the first, the first name, okay, Beth Phoenix. WWE. Beth, Beth Phoenix. You're saying WWE, okay? Yes. The second name, Velvet. Just JRPG. Velvet. Okay, you're saying JRPG. Okay. The next name that I'm going
1: to give you, Tara, Branford. JRPG. Just because I think you're trying to trying to trick me. Sounds so generic. Okay. So it's like a side character. The next one. Lex Luger.
0: Oh, that's definitely WWE. All right. And your last one, Yuri Lowell. G R P G. Okay. So to recap, I hit you with Beth Phoenix. You said WWE. She is, in fact, a WWE wrestler. Matt would be so Matt, Matt Assemble, Matt would be so proud. Of I know, me right now. I know, right? Um, yeah. The next character I hit you with was Velvet. You were correct. She is a JRPG character from Tales of Berseria. The next one Don't I even hit know you what that is. <laughs> the next one I hit you with Tara Branford. You said JRPG, and you're correct. She's from Final Fantasy VI.
1: Oh, I knew you were trying to. Trick I was with trying a to. Be, I name. was trying
0: to be cutesy with that one. The next one, Lex Luger. You said WWE. Once again, correct, dude. You're four out of well, five. No, that right one's now.
1: easy. He's actually a, a big name. He oh, okay. In uh, MMA, yeah, it's okay.
0: Yeah, I was like, I don't know this guy. I have know nothing about it. I literally googled WWE names. And for your last one, Yuri Lowell. You said JRPG. Once again, correct, from Tales of Vesperia. Dude, you five out of five, 100%ed this. I am blown away. The fact that you absolutely rocked these five. Um, And I know nothing about either, except Luck Luther was the only one that I knew. Perfect. I tried to pick some obscure names and some random ones just to see what would happen. And I have another round ready to go for the next episode. So strap in, get ready for next week. (laughs) Which will be recorded. Oh
1: my God, you're going to be so mad at me. Why? I didn't do Audacity. Oh, no. <laughs> it's fine. We got the video. That, thank God you recorded video. I'll I Okay. Yeah, we'll be
0: back next week <laughs> for another <laughs> Evergreen episode of the PlayStation Drive. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you're on Patreon, if you're on YouTube, if you're listening to us from your podcast services, we appreciate Sorry. you very, very much. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be back <laughs> next
1: week. Peace! As always, we love to thank our Patreon supporters. And I want to start off with our ultimate producers. Robbie Bobby Miller, Tony Baker from Quest 4 Pixels. Please subscribe to youtube.com forward slash quest4pixels today. Dallas Ford, co-host of The Blaine Game. Support Dallas on YouTube to get these guys to 100 subs. Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown. The new episode from PME is called Gems and is available on Spotify and Apple Music. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. And honestly, Carpool Gaming's tech support. Links are all in the show notes. Please support these ultimate producers. Platinum producers, Marcus McCracken, RJ Kern, and Skinny Matt. Gold members, Anna W., Cicely Caruso, Dallas Robbins, Darwesh, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, and The Snack Network. Also, I want to thank our newest patrons, Sean Hannigan and Ryan Craig. Also, I want to thank Tim Pollan for upgrading to Gold Member. Thank you very much.